0: It's more than just a regular day today. It is game day. Do you understand that? It's game day. All of the pregame talk, all of the banter, all of the name-calling, all of the arguments, it's game day because it's election day. Do you understand that? Today the game begins. Do not be fooled into thinking election day is just August 8th. August 8th is just a two-minute warning. It's a four-quarter game we're playing, and it starts today. You understand that? There's four weeks of early voting, four weeks that you can use to bank your vote, to get it deposited and on the record right now, rather than saying, no, I promise I'll be there late in the fourth quarter. I promise I'll be there on August 8th. You don't know what's coming You don't know what plans are down the road that maybe your family made you don't know about. You don't know if you're going to have to work late that day. I thought I'd have enough time when I got off to make it to the polls by 7 o'clock on August 8th. Stop playing the two-minute warning game. It's a full game. It can be won or lost in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, or that fourth quarter. Today the game begins. Plan to get to your board of elections and bank your vote instead of issuing a promissory note instead of issuing an iou and i guarantee i'll be there on on august 8th for it this is what the democrats have embraced in recent elections this is what they have used to win recent elections this is something we must recognize and even if you do in your heart of hearts support just a single election day and that's how you want to do it you have to recognize the reality that that's not good enough anymore. Get your votes banked. Today is game day, my friends. Pass issue one. Get to your local board and vote for it today. Joining us now to talk about this, somebody who is behind this effort, as the entire Ohio GOP has issued an endorsement in support of Issue One, and of course the Ohio Democratic Party has issued an op- uh, uh, in the opposite have uh, uh, expressed their support for. How do I want to phrase that? Express their their uh, their their opposition to Issue One, as I guess they want to say that now. Is uh, the chairman of their Ohio GOP, Alex Triantafilou. Uh, Chairman uh, Trantofilo, good to have you on the program this morning. How are you, sir?
1: Bob, good to be with you, and I uh, can't agree more with the opening comments you've made. Uh, you're as passionate about this topic as I am, so I appreciate all, everything you've said. But anyway, it's good to be with you again to reiterate that point and many others.
0: I want to start with uh, Chairman Trantofilo, if we can, um, a, a little bit about what they are saying. I, I have had a lot of people come up to me saying, I don't know what to do. I want to protect the Constitution but I'm seeing ads that say that voting no is how we protect the Constitution and they have been very very good they've been very very deceptive they've been very very tricky I think in putting some ads out there that make people think that voting no is how you protect the Constitution they've got that ad that's running on TV all the time with the scissors shredding the Constitution as if a vote to uh, uh, to affirm issue one would be uh, would be the one that cuts up the Constitution How are you explaining to people who are confused why we need to vote yes on this issue?
1: Well, they're lying, first and foremost. uh, Our Constitution in this state is among the easiest in the country to amend, and I'm sure you've covered a lot of this. But the bottom line for us is we're protecting our Constitution from outside special interest groups who come in here, avoid the regular order of the House, avoid the regular order of the Senate, and just willy-nilly amend our Constitution. It's been done more than 150 times in this state. Just by comparison, Bob, as you well know, our federal Constitution, which has served us very well, and I'm a strong believer in our federal Constitution, every provision of it, by the way, not just the select ones that the left likes to talk about, but every single provision. has only been amended 27 times in United States' history. The first 10 were the Bill of Rights, so we've only amended the Constitution federally, 27 times, 17 times since the Bill of Rights. And we require a massive threshold of support across the country to do it. You need two thirds of the House and Senate for a federal constitutional amendment and a full three quarters of the states to ratify. All we're doing in Ohio here is actually protecting our Constitution from outside special interests that seek to to slap on every amendment they can think of, whether it's marijuana, whether it's you know mandatory minimum wage rank choice voting all this this kind of you know litany of left wing special interest projects they know wouldn't stand a chance to pass the legislature, wouldn't stand a chance to earn a supermajority of Ohioan support. So, we're the ones defending this Constitution. This is a good government measure, Bob, and, you know, the press, of course, and gosh, I'm reading some of these op-eds, especially from your neck of the woods, for this (laughs) hyperbole that the left is pressing on this. If this were being pressed by Democrats, they would all say, you know, this makes perfectly good sense to make it so you need a 60% threshold. But, That's not what we're hearing. What you're hearing from them is a bunch of lies, and, um, you know, that's where we are. And we're going to fight through the end here to make sure we pass a yes on issue one.
0: Yeah, the same 60% threshold that they have on their own bylaws, their own Democrat Party constitution. You cannot amend it without (laughs) 60%. They won't do it with 50-50 plus one. It it must must be 60. Um, And you're right. I'm reading the editorials in the Cleveland Plain Dealer. I'm reading them in the Columbus Dispatch. I'm reading them all over the place, these left-wing-leaning uh, editorial boards, saying that this is a power grab by the politicians, a power grab by the legislature. Um, I, I, can you explain or understand what they're even trying to say? How is it a power grab? We have a simple republic process, a process in our republic, I should say, in which our elected representatives make our laws. If we don't like those, those laws, we tell our elected representatives we want to change them. If they don't change then we replace those elected representatives. That's where our power comes from. How is it a power grab to say, let's continue to rule, uh, or not rule, rather, but to to allow our representatives to do our bidding, and if they don't do it right, to change them? Why do we go automatically to, let's change the Constitution?
1: Well, it's what the left does. It's fear-mongering at its worst. And the fact of the matter is you can still, as a citizen, initiate a petition to change a statutory law by an initiated statute. So you can repeal something passed into law with mm-hmm. 50% of the vote plus one. That that option and many other options still exist. What we're talking about, Bob, is the foundational structural document of the state of Ohio is our Constitution in the same way that our federal Constitution exists. Our founding fathers were wise enough in our federal Constitution to say that it was going to require a massive amount of support before you change the structure of our government. And we've not, again, we've been very well served for 240 years. Well, a little less than that with this Constitution, but our country has been in existence for 247 years. We've had a federal constitution that stood the test of time because we don't amend it just on a whim. Imagine if we amended our Constitution every time the passions of the moment, you know, the, the, the fiery moment that comes in American politics every day Uh, What meant we amended our Constitution, that's all we're doing. The left is lying to you. They always uh, love this game of scaring people. Uh, We're just trying to fix what is a structural problem in Ohio government. I think the people will ultimately see through that. Uh, By the way, quickly, Bob, I want to just say one other thing, if I could, about the early vote. I know you pitched uh, what what you said at the outset was really important, but I want to just say in your neck of the woods, the Democrats are already pulling ballots. In numbers, we're able to track that. And again, if you're a motivated conservative, and I hope a lot of your listeners are, the Democrats are already sort of taking a lead. So we're, we're saying to everybody, what you said at the outset, this is the beginning, not the end. And again, we're tracking those numbers in place like Cuyahoga County and from where I'm from in Cincinnati. And the Democrats are pooling their vote. We, we know who's asking for, for absentee ballots, and the Democrats are already doing it. So we're trying to play a little catch-up. And, I again, I appreciate the chance to to diatribe about that a little bit. Well,
0: it's very, very important. We're talking with the chairman of the Ohio GOP, Alex Triantafilou, and um, it is extraordinarily important to know that's how the Democrats are winning elections. And uh, I don't think they have the right message. I don't think they have the right messengers, but they do have the right strategy, and that is something we need to embrace as well. Um, I want to ask you about this. Um, You know, the, the Ohio GOP has endorsed this. The Ohio Democrat Party has opposed this officially. Tell me about Bob Taft and John Kasich and Jim Petro and Betty Montgomery the, and Lee Weingart, who ran for county executive with my support, by the way, here as a Republican for Cuyahoga County. A number of prominent Republicans are opposed to this. Um, what do you say to them?
1: They're dead wrong. Uh, now I'm not afraid to say it to them. I'll say it to them directly. They're dead wrong. They're buying into, I don't know what they're buying into, some sort of left-wing mainstream media approach to this thing. I just don't know why. I think if they would have taken a deep breath, frankly, if I'd have had a chance to talk to any one of those people, and I haven't talked to any of them, by the way – I would have told him, let's be let's be blunt, John Kasich left our party years ago. So, you know, what he thinks, you know, he's a Democrat, or maybe even worse, no, no use for that. The others that you mentioned, I just don't know. I mean, I, that somebody should talk to them. I'd rather point to the people on our side who've supported it, and there are lots of them. Every statewide elected official, I believe, has endorsed, including the governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, the secretary of state, and I stood together at a rally this week. Uh, we've seen, you know, uh, the Restaurant Association, the Chamber of Commerce, every right to Life group, I know. I've seen this as a very unifying issue for our party, Bob. And it's hard to do that sometimes. That's part of my responsibility. This has been a unifying issue, and those few, very candidly, former, you know, elected officials, people not running right now, facing the electorate in the Republican Party and in Ohio, have come out with this. I, I can't, I can't defend, and nor can I explain their squishiness here. Uh, what I know is that we've stood tall on this as a party, and I expect that we're going to stay united through August the eighth.
0: You know, um, the left likes to complain that we've, we've put this issue out there solely as a way of uh, protecting the heartbeat law and that this is all about abortion. And I, I kind of keep wanting to say it's not all about abortion. there are many other things that could, if we don't change this threshold there are many other things that could be done uh, with out of state uh, you know billionaires uh, throwing a ton of money here to buy petitions to get things citizen initiative petitions on or uh, ballot initiatives uh, uh, up there and um, and and spend a ton of money on passing these things and really we won't even have a functional republic anymore we 'll have a, a straight amendment of the de- of the uh, Constitution democracy going um, but the reality Chairman Triantafilu, is that this is largely about abortion. Um, We're a pro-life state. There's a reason why we have what we have, which is that heartbeat law. We are a pro-life state, and if that's what it takes to tell people to get out there and vote for issue one to make it as clear-cut as that is either support life or you don't because if you don't support life it is almost a guarantee that in November that ballot initiative is going to pass with 50% it is going to allow babies to be butchered all the way up to the moment of birth and it is going to allow children to start uh, their sex changes without their parents approval because the language is so vague it doesn't limit uh, uh, to uh, limit the um, uh, the age or or I should say, require the age to be eighteen or over that children can do these things. So, if that's what it comes down to, Chairman, I'm fine with saying this is a this is a an issue on August 8th that says, are you pro life or are you not?
1: Well, look, the pro life coalition is a big part of our coalition or a big part of our effort. There's just no question about that. I think the reason you're hearing people like me and others talk about it in terms beyond abortion, and by the way, if that's what's motivating you, please join our effort and help us fix this problem and. You know, I like you, I've enjoyed the endorsement of Right to Life every time I've ever run for anything. I'm a strong pro-life uh, Christian person. My wife and I are strongly uh, supportive of the movement. What I'll say to you, though, is there are other groups that aren't motivated by this who still see the benefit to issue one. So what we're saying is if you're in a pro-life community and this motivates you to pass it, great. But there are business community groups, chamber of commerce groups that, you know, they're prime the day to day motivation may not be this issue, and we 're saying they 're for us as well because it 's just a simple good government measure to not allow the foundational document of the state, the structural document that that we have here in Ohio, to be littered you know with one hundred and seventy plus amendments from every special interest group you know from the casinos to the marijuana groups. they ought to have to come to our legislature, they ought to have to pass laws like everybody else does. So, you know, again, we're motivated by this, and if you're motivated by the life question, by all means this will help us in that arena just like it will uh, for the other things that we've talked about.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that. And I do not mean to minimize the fact that there are many other things that could be driving people and that might be down the road uh, something that they're trying to do to amend the Constitution for other reasons. But uh, but as you said, if this is your driving factor and your driving motivation, if you are pro-life, you're going to have to get out there and vote yes on issue, uh, issue number one on August 8th or again before that during early voting uh, to guarantee that it's going to be a very, very tough thing. And I'll tell you something. If hi if I'm wrong, Chairman Triantofilo, if I'm wrong and we're not a pro life state. And over 60% of the voters in the state in November say we want abortion on demand anytime, for any reason, at any stage of pregnancy. Then you know what? I will accept the will of the people. I won't like it, but I'll accept it. But I'm not going to accept something like that if it's 50%. If it's literally a 50-50 proposition in the state of Ohio, plus one voter, that something as drastic as changing our Constitution to codify something as radical as that, that cannot be done with a simple 50% plus one majority.
1: Absolutely, it should not be because what the Democrats are proposing in November, and by the way, we'll see if they make the ballot, if they make the ballot here in Ohio, is a radical, extremist proposition. And that's again, any objective analysis would look at that. This would roll back parental notification. Mm-hmm. It would roll back the rights of parents to have input on their their, their children's medical decisions. Uh, it, it is a kind of just way left wing, absolutely extremist kind of legislation that nobody agrees with. And by the way, it also would allow abortion into the eighth, eight-and-a-half months of pregnancy, that's not where the American people are, Bob. We can have a healthy debate, I suppose, although I'm strongly pro-life. We can have a healthy debate about restrictions on abortion. Americans support restrictions. They're not for an eight-month abortion. And this is what the Democrats want to do. You know, if, if they, We'll fight them on that playing field in November, I suppose, if we have to. But right now, fixing this Constitution in August has got to be a main focus.
0: No question about it, and we need to get people out there supporting issue number one: uh, yard signs, bumper stickers, uh, shirts—anything that you can find to tell everybody that you support issue one. You support the protection of Ohio's constitution. You support life. Uh, we need people to do that. The left is out there; they're spending a ton of money trying to get people to oppose this. So we've got to match and, in fact, exceed their energy, their passion, and their efforts in order to protect this Ohio Constitution. Chairman Alex Triantafilu, thank you so much for your leadership. You're doing a great job in charge of the Ohio GOP, I appreciate that very much and thank you for coming on today.
1: An honor and a privilege, Bob. Take good care. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon
0: Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.